Welcome to the podcast, You Are Your Leader. I'm Erin Mueller and I'm here to support you in becoming an infinite leader and healer in your own life. That is the truth, that you are the infinite leader of your life and healing is available to you, within you, right now. I am a leadership coach, working with business owners, businesses, leadership groups and entrepreneurs to help each become the conscious, infinite leader that is waiting within them. And we do this through EQ, mindset, connection and communication. I'm also an energy healer working with you at a deep level to unblock, uncover the truth that is waiting within you of your true nature and to live it. Today, we, I am going to share with you coping tools. And I'm going to start by making the statement that coping tools, using coping mechanisms, is a huge fucking indicator that you are not coping. So if you're using them, please, please allow yourself to go deeper to understand you're not fucking coping. If you need these, not coping. What are coping tools? If you're not sure, let's lay this out, yeah? Coping tools will come up for you in order for you to feel like your life is working. And they'll show up in things like remembering to breathe. You know, you'll have techniques around count to 10 and slow your breathing down and all these different things around breathing. But the coping mechanism is you having to tell your brain and your body, breathe, just breathe. Because here's the truth of being human. If you're not breathing, you're not fucking living, right? And having to have a coping mechanism around breathing means that there is a part of your life you're living that you're not doing. It's not working for you. So if you're having to remember to breathe or if you've got some tools or little tricks or whatever it is around breathing, and please, as a coach, I can start with this with many clients over the years, just bringing them down to a state of calm is a really huge thing. And remembering how to breathe to calm your body down is, yes, me giving someone a coping tool. I'm also very straight out that we're just going to do this for a very fucking small amount of time and we're going to do some other stuff to help you go deeper and to really, you know, and we're going to get into some of those as well. But let's stay on 
what are some of the coping mechanisms, the coping tools that you are currently using or might be using? And perhaps you're not seeing them as ways to cope. One of the biggest ones that I see all the time is having a systemized approach to life. Now, <laughs> I can speak to this. It's something that I used to do when my kids were really level, uh, really little level, huh, little. And I'm, so I'm talking sort of, you know, 14, 15 years ago when I started to wake up to the fact that I needed to do things a particular way, have things a particular way, a systemized approach for things to be okay because I obviously was not coping in a larger sense with all of my life and so having these control mechanisms, a systemized approach helped me feel like I was coping, yeah. So some of mine was simple things like how I hung out the washing it had to be a certain way. And if my now ex-husband had done it, I could have a little freak out. So I was like resigned to doing fucking everything myself because it had to be a particular way. <clears throat> so it can be things like that. It can be, you know, just how you get to work. It can be you've got to eat breakfast at a particular time. We've got to have a meal at a particular time at all you know, the process in which you go about your morning. And, yeah, so if it has to it has to be a particular way and if it's not, then on the other side of that, it's you not coping. These are not coping mechanisms. They're just keeping you in a state of, you know, like, okay, shit's okay, everything's done this way, I'm all okay. Yeah. So it can be those kinds of things, whether it's you know, how you leave the house, where you leave things like mine, hanging out, washing. <laughs> Even how things were put away in my wardrobe. I used to have things colour coded as well, like holy cow. And so you can only imagine just what that set up I constantly felt like I was failing to be honest when I look back on it because if things didn't go a particular way it would send me in to, you know to a not coping state whatever that looks like because it's different for everyone there can be broader tools that you need to bring into your life and use things like having certain people around you so having particular people around people around you creates a space where you can cope yeah it can be you know the use of technology having apps on there uh, you know even scrolling through social media using fidget toys um, even down to listening to music now none of these sound like they're too bad However, it's really important to start to become aware of why you have them. Why do you need a fidget toy? What is it that you can't, why is it that you can't find calm in your body without fidgeting, without playing with something, without, there is an excess of energy going on. So something isn't coping within you, whether it's mental, physical, whatever it is. 
scrolling on social media? What is it about your life that you need to get away from it, that you need to be so zoned in to a small little screen? This is, and your focused attention on this is where life is. Yeah, it's one thing to go, oh, I'm going to quickly just check out what's happening, check out a few friends, <clears throat> post some stuff. Many people have businesses on there, on social media. So, <clears throat> and it's a way of engaging with people in the current life that we live. But are there apps on your phone like a game that you have to play? You know, like if you're stressed, if you're just not coping with what's going on around you, is there a game on your phone that you have to have, that you need to use? And it, it helps you relax. That's a not coping tool because why – I understand what we need to relax, but that's an escape. So if you need to escape from the life that you live in order to relax, you're not coping. Listening to music is a great way, but if it is in a way that you need to shut off the world, I need to calm down, I need to listen to music, that is a not coping technique. It's a not coping mechanism. The other more broader ways that we're doing it now as a collective and in a larger way because we're not coping with our lifestyles is using some of the technology that's coming out. And I just mentioned, you know, uh, using apps, listening to music, like just, you know, putting your headphones on and zoning out the world. So things like red light therapy, <clears throat> weighted blankets. Uh, red light therapy is like looking at sunrise and what it does is it, it it really does help calm your nervous system and it it also look go and do your research you'll find out about it it has some great stuff in it seeing sunrise every morning same thing but better so we're going to go a bit deeper into this some of the other coping mechanisms that you will have at a deeper level so weighted blankets help you ground ground your energy back into your body calm so we're seeking external ways of things that are innately naturally within us that you can tap into so other ways you might do it is permission seeking outside help for you to cope validation and that can be part of social media looking at what other people are doing not just your the friends and other people you have in your life but you consider celebrities what are they doing is my life okay how can I compare my life so it's comparing your life to other people it's also things like you know seeking out validation in terms of eating and uh, exercise and you know, like keeping yourself looked after. I know for many of these, they sound like they're really fucking amazing and really healthy for you. But all of them seek outside assistance. I mean, you're being told how to breathe. You're having to tell yourself to 
calm your breath and to breathe, it's a huge indicator that you're not coping with the life that you are currently living. Having to do things or things be a particular way, a systemized approach, having to have particular people around you so that you're okay. Using technology as an escape, as a way to shut the world out, as a way to calm yourself because you just you can't find that within yourself. Using outside technology and things that are innately within us or we can find them in nature. Red light therapy, weighted blanket. Yeah? All of these, you know, the seeking outside validation, seeking permission to say, hey, my life's okay. And when I say that, it's like you're seeking outside permission or help. You know, you want a guru to come along and fix you because you believe that you're broken in some way. These are all huge indicators you're not coping with the life that you are currently living. So what's beyond coping? (laughs) What are steps away from that? And we'll get to what signs, you know, what signs that you are. You already know what signs are, but we are going to go through them. We are. But what is beyond coping? What are practices and habits that will bring you and start to bring you back to your true nature? Because here's the thing, there is nothing wrong with seeking support and guidance from a coach, from a practitioner. There is nothing wrong with any of that. However, the intention of it is really important. If you're going and seeking someone that says, I've got all the answers for you, I'm the guru, I'm your one-stop shop to your mental, your physical, your emotional health. Then you're seeking coping mechanisms and it will take you a certain distance but it will not take you to the place that you want to go beyond needing to cope, yeah, beyond looking to, you know, be okay in your life. What I'm going to share with you are absolute tools. They're not even beyond tools. These are practices. These are habits. These are rituals that will get you beyond this idea about you need to cope. Yeah? Because there may be times and situations that come up that really do put you in a place of high stress and being challenged and and not coping for moments. You're a fucking human being. That shit's going to happen, right? I could tell you enormous amounts of stories, even recently where stuff happened and I was really particularly challenged a couple of, was it a couple of years ago? No, it's only, it's about a year and a half ago. I had some really, really significant stuff go down with one of my children and that's, 
I won't go into the details because that's out of integrity for me to share that without their permission, without their knowledge, without. But, you know, one of my children went through a really significantly fucked up time. And I've got to say, there were times when I, moments where I really was not coping with what was going on, with the decisions that were um, being made around me, choices other people were making around trying to support him and it, it didn't really feel like that was supporting him. And this became really clear that all the things he was doing, they were doing, this person who was trying to support them, was their way of coping, yeah? And really what it helped me see more clearly and in myself, what was I doing in my not coping, yeah? And what was my child doing in their not coping? Because everyone around was saying, this is what they're doing just to cope. And I finally said, but this is them not coping. This is me not coping behaving like this. This is you not coping, blindly supporting whatever they're doing and saying that it's okay. And so for me, it helped me draw a line in the sand and say to my beautiful, amazing child, I am going to stumble and I'm going to fall and I'm going to fuck this up. But what I know to be true is that you are not coping and all these things that you're doing, you thinking that this is how you're coping, it's just supporting you not coping. It's not supporting you to move forward in a healthy way. And I needed to go back to my own practice as well. Because as a parent, I needed to be the example of being beyond coping. And so what I teach clients when I work one-on-one, we bring in things like meditation. Because meditation takes you to a place in within yourself that helps you find calm and stillness. And even if you don't really find calm, meditation, its ultimate goal is stillness. And some days that might just be simply stillness of the body. Others, you might get stillness of the mind. And you might move into that beautiful nirvana state where you find stillness of your body and your mind and come back into a place of oneness. Meditation, I absolutely believe, is for everybody. How you practice that, whether it's daily, weekly, whenever you need it, absolutely meditation is well beyond any kind of coping mechanism that you can find in this lifetime and it comes gets you to a really honest place within because it shows you where you're at meditation really shows you where you're at in the moment that you're in right now so that's one way there is breath work and 
breath work again gives you a level of awareness about what's happening and what's showing up in your body and can really show you where you're holding energy, where you're holding stress, where you're holding stories. And so that's a really beautiful way to, to go into an amazing practice that again, once you learn it, you can do it wherever you are at any time of the, at the day and it'll get you beyond coping. So it might help you cope initially However, with the further practice of it and as you go deeper into it, breath work is really amazing. For me, breath work gave me the understanding of how much I, I, I really was taking short, quick breaths in and I wasn't aware of that. And I also wasn't aware of where I was holding things in my body as well. So breathwork has given me that also. And for me, the way that I've been able to practice breathwork in a really beautiful way is through that cold shower. At the end of my shower, I have a little cold. That helps me just feel into where the breath is going into my body. How can I help my nervous system calm down? It's been amazing to use that and it helps me catch oh I'm breathing breathing really shallow right now what's that showing me so it's giving me a deeper level of body awareness but also mental awareness as well self-awareness like deep self-awareness is so nourishing for you like so incredibly nourishing because here's the thing that self-awareness does one as I've been talking about it helps you go oh what is it I'm not coping with right now let me acknowledge that and go and have a conversation about that within myself hey what's happening reflection right that's on the mental level self-awareness of your body allows you to feel into where it's showing up. You know, anxiety is a really great one. When you get more physically self-aware, you start to understand that, you know, we've called it anxiety belly, that that feeling that you get within your tummy is showing you signs of your body, you know, really being in a high state. And so that's, you know, you can start to think about, okay, what am I putting into my stomach right now that will help me? And then we get into nourishment. Self-awareness is incredible to start having a conversation with the food that you're intaking. Because when you start to become aware of what's going into your body, like, hey, actually that food made me feel tired that food made me feel hyper. Hey, that food really sat with me and I feel satisfied and I feel good and it's sustaining me energetically. Self-awareness is like mind-blowing for every aspect of your life. And I am going to say to you that you cannot do that alone. When you work with someone, whether it's as an energetic healer, whether it's a practitioner, whether it's a coach, 
they will be able to give you insight that perhaps, and I know not perhaps that you would not have been able to come to on your own. You're not meant to do this alone. Self-awareness gives you the deeper understanding that you're connected to everything around you, emotionally, physically. So therefore, you're not meant to do everything on your own. You're just not. Now grounding. And I talked about weighted blankets before and they do give this uh, hit of grounding into your body. But you can walk out barefoot on the grass, go for a swim in the ocean, sit, just sit and have a cup of tea on your grass outside. Go for a walk in nature, camping, getting out into nature is grounding. So is heart coherence practices as well. And that is literally standing with your hand on your heart and feeling the energy of your heart. There's, you know, you can look into this, but our most potent energy that we have within us is the heart coherence what our heart is sending out. It's been measured, like there's studies going on about you'll do your own stuff, heart energy, heart coherence. When you can ground into your heart and live from that place, and people might call it emotional intelligence, a whole bunch of stuff, it is transformational. And there's no need for coping when you are grounded. So it's those simple things. And if you've never done that before, just and it's so good for your nervous system, it's, it's just incredibly good for you. Shoes off, walking around on the earth. Yeah, go for a beach, go for a nature walk, go for whatever it is. Get out into nature and slow down when you're there. Yeah, just sit in stillness. And grounding will show you where you're at, how, I know it's not a word, but unstilled you are. So grounding is a really beautiful way. And with things like weighted blankets, they don't allow for that kind of self-awareness. They don't allow, they just sort of, they take over that. They take away the ability to see, oh, I'm actually really quite heightened because they just kind of push all the energy back into you and just make your body really still, which is lovely. I get that, but that's something, that's a skill that's within you. And it's so simple a practice, but if you've not done it before, it's not fucking easy either because it takes work and it takes focus and it takes attention. Another really great and amazing practice to have in your life is to set daily intentions. Now, working one-on-one, -on -one, I do this with clients. We actually set up a list of intentions around how you want your life, what you want in your life. And so we set up choices, intentions that you focus on and you give your attention to. And But you can do that. You can choose to just, and I absolutely will say to you, write them down 
write down your daily intentions and read them out every day. Because if it's a new one every single day, it's not grounding into what you truly want in your life. Yeah, and it's not really supporting you. It's, again, becoming a not coping technique. But setting daily intentions, being clear about them, reading them out, and just giving that your focus every morning, absolutely amazing. And it really gives you a clarity on where you place your attention as well. And the last one that I want to talk about is body movement. Moving your body every single day, whether that's dancing, walking, yoga, Pilates, running, riding, hike, whatever you do, it is having body movement every single day. Now, for me, I, I like variety. It works well for my body. I move from running to yoga to bike riding. I go for hikes. I'll walk. A whole, you know, that's, that's what I sit into as well. Even gardening. You know, if you get out and you're mowing your lawns for an hour and whatever it is, you need to move your body in a physically active way every single day. We do. Every single day. You will notice the difference when you start to do it. And it doesn't have to be like high intensity to begin with if you've never done daily movement every single day. Just be kind to yourself. It's the same for any of these practices which aren't supporting you coping they're supporting you living the most self-aware and self-loving life that you can live yeah and if you are a business owner if you are leading a team if you've got these practices in your life and this is this is the point that you step from every single day I promise you influence that you have on your team the people around you grows because you're in a state of peace it's not about coping for you anymore you're in a state of living and living from your true nature and your truth but getting up every morning and seeing a sunrise that light and what it does to your body is phenomenal you can look it up look up what it does and you will no longer need a therapy you no longer need a light therapy yeah you no longer need sounds particular sounds to go to sleep all of that stuff is coping is you're not coping with aspects of your life all of it or just some of it and so how it works is meditation, is becoming aware of your breath, doing the breath work, allowing yourself to step into deeper self-awareness through meditation, through breath work, through body moving every single day. You will get to know your body when you move. Setting daily intentions, grounding. I'm sure that you're already starting to get a feel for what you're using 
as not coping, you know, to support your not coping. And I want you to feel supported in beyond coping. Everything you need is within you. And you may merely need a guide to help you remember that it's already within you. In you. These are simple practices that you can do every single day that will exponentially change your life, that will bring you back to being the infinite leader and healer of your life. So I would love to hear from you. In the bio of this, there is a link and I offer it to everyone. It's a 30-minute It's 30 minutes of time with me and I take you through an incredibly powerful process in that time where we have a look at something that's blocking you and then you'll walk away with knowing how to move away from that, a step, an actual step that you can take. You choose what that is. You pick one thing and we'll work through it. I would love to meet you in a soul conversation. I'd love to meet you there. I'm so fucking passionate about you becoming the ultimate leader in your life because you won't need, there's a whole bunch of stuff you'll fucking no longer need in your life. You'll be living this amazing, intuitive, deep knowing full life. Okay, not a word, but I'm going with it anyway. And I want that for you. Because I know what it feels like to being led through my life, through a whole bunch of not coping tools. So if this has been of value to you, I would love to hear your comments below. Um, You can connect through me, uh, to me through the website. I'll pop the link down there. I would love to meet you in a soul conversation. The link is in the details as well. And see if we can take this further together. But I would love to hear from you, hear how this landed and hear how I can support you. Or if I've inspired and encouraged you to take steps, you know, perhaps you've already met someone that can support you and you feel really aligned with it. Ah, just please take the step. Do it. Do it now. And if you haven't met someone that you feel aligned with and you feel like it could be me, I would love to meet you and see how I can support you. And if I'm not the right person, well, let's find out what the right step is for you and move you towards that. Becoming the infinite leader in your life, me guiding you and helping you, that's the ultimate of what I want for you because it's freedom beyond our understanding of the word and your infinite nature is released onto the world onto you and that's fucking powerful so thank you for sharing your time and energy and listening today i'd love to hear your thoughts on this hear from you meet you until next time enjoy becoming the ultimate leader in your life the infinite leader of your life because you are your leader.